0: No, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't? Like you topple
1: up. I mean, I, I don't know if you know this, but in Israel, everybody has an ID number.
0: Not us. I know. Right. right. With the, what the are, So that's a hook. And, yeah. So
1: when you when you say you have to, when the police stop you you have to give you your number. And then you say, My grandmother this like I can look up if you <laughs> where your grandmother lives.
0: Where are you? Oh, only three
1: And then you have to give your passport number. Um, Well, technically, if you don't have your passport, they can, like, do stuff to you if they want.
0: In general, I
1: should
0: carry my passport? No. I have my passport number on my phone.
1: The U.S. uh, says you shouldn't carry your passport. Right. All right, let's learn Tanya. Okay. So what did we learn? A lot of stuff. Not good. Um, what? About what?
0: Except
1: with Hashem? Uh, we said
0: Hashem. The last one
1: was like a diagram of Hashem,
0: Hashem like the world.
1: Mm. you oh, working off of you your notes? We said termites are Hashem, right? Right. And that creates some problems, yes? Yeah. Okay, right. So we said that the Torah and Mitzvahs are the wisdom and will of Hashem, and Hashem and His wisdom and will are one, as the Rambam says. Yes? Mm -hmm. So, what is a Mitzvah? What is Torah? It is Hashem. Okay. So here on the top of have is page 15. Okay. All right. And although. Wait, what is that in Hebrew? The off? Top of the page. Oh,
0: wow. Did turn the page?
1: We did turn the page. Oh, it's taken that. us how long? I When did we start? Yes, after Kaddish dramatic. And although the Holy One, blessed be he, is called Ein Sof, which means infinite, and his greatness can never be fathomed, and no thought can apprehend him at all. And so also are his will and wisdom. As is written, there is no searching of his understanding. And here's a great word. Canst. You ever use that word, canst? No. no. Canst thou by searching find God? What does that mean in English? Can
0: you
1: by searching find God? Very good. And again, can you by searching find God? And again, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nevertheless, it is in this connection that it has been said where you find the greatness of the Holy One, blessed be he, there you also find his humility. Okay. What does that sentence say? Uh What? Well, first off, do you see there's a lot of quoting? Yes. Okay. So one simple thing to do is to um, kind of like consolidate the quotes into just the basic idea, rather than like, there's a lot of quotes that are saying. More or less the same thing. Although we could learn as to we could learn why each quote is necessary, we're not going to do that. We're just going to deal with the, with the with the core idea. So, what does the sentence say? Although something. Nevertheless, something.
0: So, although Hashem's greatness is great, is great. Nevertheless, humility isn't a contra- contradiction. In fact. It shows its greatness.
1: Very good. Very good. Let's flush that out. Of although his greatness is infinite, which would lead me to think what? This is the b- before the nevertheless. His greatness is infinite. That would lead me to think what?
0: That that's not. I don't
1: know. Before we get to the humility, because saying although this nevertheless that, so you have to there should be some kind of attention. Although his greatness is infinite. And you would think that like why he's
0: haughty, but like he. he
1: couldn't be bad. Well, no, he can't be fathom. That's what it says.
0: What does fathom mean?
1: Yeah. Understand. Four. Okay. Well, let's put this. In the, let's 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 go back and let's read from the beginning of the paragraph. Okay. Now these three. And yeah. uh,
0: we can't describe
1: him. We can't describe. We
0: can't put him. a limitation to his greatness. And therefore. We can't describe him as great. And therefore. Great is a is a limitation.
1: And therefore. Why is it going to do what we're talking about?
0: It really just does. <laughs> <laughs> really
1: just does. I admire, I admire your confidence, but um, I don't think that's a, very much of an explanation. Anyone else want to? Look?
0: not accessible?
1: Oh, very good. If he's infinite and he's right, he's not accessible. Right? Right, what did we just say? Is that
0: not accessible? Yeah.
1: We would think that would mean he's not accessible, right?
0: right?
1: How exactly do you access the infinite? Why is that a
0: contradiction? Why can you be infinite and accessible? It's like a full one contradiction. Infinite and accessible? They're not infinite. No.
1: We will talk about that. Okay, what but it's
0: never ending. Mm-hmm. Do you have to end to be accessible?
1: You well, in
0: the same
1: well, what 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 does it mean, what does it mean to have an end? I was going to do it slightly differently, but you brought this up. So, what does it mean to have an end?
0: Have a
1: start. Well, start. You have to have some point at where you stop, right?
0: And end. You could see no. You don't see, but you could know it's inside.
1: Like, there has to be some use I mean, I can't see the whole earth surface of no, the Earth. i You don't have to physically end. see, but
0: you can know that it exists. Like, it, there's a use of it inside. Okay, opposite opposite outside. Yeah,
1: right. <coughs> okay. I, I'm going, let us me make this simple. An end, this is an end, okay? This is an end. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, you know. and then over here, after this line, it's? Nothing. Not that something. Yeah. That mm-hmm. boundary is an end. The something has ended and now it's?
0: Not,
1: not that something. Whatever it is, but it's not that something, right? Mm-hmm. This table has which is very useful. Do you know why? Did the table ends. Could I take my book on it? No. Where did the book end? On which part of the table? Where it ends. Right. Service. The top surface. is where it ends. Yes. Where does one thing interact with another?
0: Where
1: it ends. Yeah. Where they end. Where they meet. Where they end. Don't they? Mhm. If you have no ends, can't meet. Can't meet anything. You are by definition so. Before the nevertheless. We'll get to the nevertheless. Inaccessible. infinite. <laughs> People, sorry, um, is not accessible. because, right. 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 So, for instance, okay, physically you hold an object at its edges, right? How do you enter a room? By the door. Okay, but but where's the door?
0: By the edge. At the
1: edge, of the room, right there, there. There's a board where room ends, and and part of that border, mm-hmm. right, access. You have access, right, to the doors, right um what's the edge of your mind what like where does your mind end as other stuff starts no sorry no
0: what's other stuff Something's not like your mind so what are we
1: doing what are we doing all right
0: what are we doing we're learning so yeah, stuff
1: so mind. my mind is interacting with your mind yes or no yes so what's that where's that place, where's that border where my mind bumps into your mind? Speech, Speech right? Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. If I don't speak, right? Think of it, when you're not speaking in your own head, it's that like was infinite goes an, an end, right? When does your mind and also oh, you're talking about oh, they understood you, they didn't understand you, they think like they don't think like you're right? In seeking you in the you're on the beginning of their mind, right?
0: Could you say that
1: in the boundary between your mind and someone else's is seeking listening. Yeah. The interesting lot well, is that if God forbid someone puts out someone's eye, you know you have to do blind bidding. You have to pay the value of your eye. What's the value for an eye? In ancient times, this was easy to figure out. Yes. How much does a person go from the being sighted, and how much do they go for being blind? And without an eye, right? It's pretty straightforward. If you want to know the economic value of something, look at the market, right? No. Nowadays, it's a little trickier to figure. Market. Oh, not legal market for you. Okay. Um. If God forbid, like you take off someone's hand, what do you have to do?
0: No. Cut of the hand. Okay.
1: Parenthetical note. I want everyone to know something. Okay. According to halacha, according to law, we don't chop off people's hands. Okay.
0: An eye for an eye means.
1: No. the value of the eye for that you want to hear you want to see something you want to see something cute from the bill. ago mean, want to see something cute from the <laughs> villain ago no, so the passage actually says I do I feel like this is another time you've in the in my life? no of course not no, this class that could also be the case um, okay, the verse is Ein tachas ayin an eye for an eye the word tachas literally means under so, Right. So if you take, what is the letter that is under ayin? A. Hey. What's the letter that's under known?
0: <laughs>
1: and if you switch around the order of those letters, those stuff. I can't see, sorry.
0: Pretty That's not how
1: we learn it He just points it out that it happens to be that the, what is tachas ayin. Oh, it's under What are the letters directly under the I? You're annoying. It's so cool! Yeah, right. If
0: you, like, put it on
1: the second up, I so myself under I. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you take a S. One, I have to give... Which is... Which is K.A. Right. it doesn't work for the tooth and for everything else, but it's cute, right? feel A little fun things like that.
0: Very fun.
1: Okay. All right. So now if anyone asks you, how can we never learn anything from the Vellnagoons? Okay, so God forbid somebody hurts a person in, in some way. Um, there are lots of damages that you have to pay. Okay. One of them is the pain, loss of limb, embarrassment, um, loss, of work. loss of work, medical bills. Medical bills are easy. You just figure out how much they paid in medical bills. That's what you got to pay them for. Okay. Loss of work. Not so
0: easy.
1: No, because oh, you have to figure. Because th- this gets a little bit complicated. Because, because there's all we have to recognize that people also um, don't enjoy working. So because of that, you don't necessarily pay. You don't necessarily pay them for the amount of wages they lost. You pay them for um, the amount of work that they would have wanted. It's complicated. a. It's a calculation. You can you can calculate. It's, that's easy. It's easier. Okay. Okay, how do you calculate embarrassment?
0: Um, is that Sure you can, sure you can. No, like let me ask you a God, question. How would
1: you, how do you feel if you are walking down the street and somebody were to call you a really nasty name? You wouldn't like them, right? Apparently
0: no around,
1: but really care. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's so say you're But let's, let's, let's say you're walking down the street and Rabbi Gisner sees you and everybody yeah, calls you a very care. nasty name. You'd care, okay, good. Now, would you pay out to make sure that wouldn't happen? I
0: mean
1: yeah. Would you like if your choice was either that happens or you pay a dollar? Sure, pay a dollar. Two dollars?
0: Up to a certain amount.
1: And what's that amount? It's not a million dollars, right?
0: No.
1: Is it a hundred dollars? Less. Fifty? Less. Twenty-five?
0: Probably fifty, you're
1: pushing it but. Fifty? Okay, so somewhere between twenty everyone is everyone in my life? No, just the people around here. 25, right? So basically what you're saying is like, I would actually pay $25 to avoid that happening, okay. but if my like, choice was keeping $25 and then happening, you know, I'd take the $25. That's my process. That's what's how calculate that's the embarrassment. Right? Yeah, because that's what, that's what you took from them. Right? What would you pay? But I wouldn't think my embarrassment
0: equals
1: $24. But what do you pay? What would you pay? I get, that's much for you. I get it, I think it's great, it's lovely, but I don't think, like, when I'm upset, I'm not like, ooh, that's, that's so That's right, fine. but we don't want to work, ba- we don't want to work based on you being upset, exactly. because you being upset, you want a trillion dollars, you'll never be satisfied, and that's not that's realistic. Right. Okay, how much do you pay? Go away. we're on to the
0: next.
1: Yeah, Paint. that's okay. how you do, okay. Much how much you I mean, this nowadays is simple, right? Like, if I you know, had actually, to. Hold 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 back back. What, I would not. So here's an example. Let's say somebody not knocks. Said, it
0: for it, it it's yeah. It's true that it's embarrassing. Okay. Um,
1: if you had to have a tooth pulled, right. you have a How much would you pay? How much would you pay if you got a pocket for the anesthesia? If the anesthesia costs ten thousand dollars, would you pay it? Your choice is ten thousand dollars to pay for anesthesia. No. To get, to no.
0: Pull
1: Absolutely. Absolutely
0: not. Yeah. Right. Absolutely not. Would you pay? Would you pay five
1: thousand dollars? No. Would you pay two thousand dollars? No. Would you pay a hundred dollars?
0: One tooth to come out without
1: being pulled, without any anesthesia, I
0: mean, without, without no out. numbing. Just pulled out,
1: so that's how you calculate it, right?
0: No, She's right. It's not like the way that makes sense so much because,
1: like, if you ask me whatever, it's like, fine. I suck it up and not even pay anything and I apologize. That's not true, though. That's oh, not true. Because, 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 so, so this is why so we don't individuals, why we oh, so this is the thing, is that, no, No. so the way this, the way this works is that you need, you need, is that the, the baston has to make uh, an assessment about what would be, a, in this kind of a situation, what would be the kind of going market for that kind of a thing. Now, because this requires a tremendous amount of judgment, you are only allowed to do this if you have smicha. Smicha means that you were ordained, going all the way back to Moshe. so we don't do that. Now, we nowadays only do things where the, where the way to calculate it is just clear, like you can see in, 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 in the bank account what you lost, okay? Because you're, you do need a tremendous amount of judgment. But look, I mean, this is, when, businesses, when, when businesses offer products and services, right, they need to make these kinds of judgments, right? How much can we actually charge people and be willing to pay for it, right? Now, the only reason why this stuff with the medical stuff seems so weird is because we all have insurances, Mm -hmm. and that that, that cushions us from realizing the cost, right? But, like, if you wanted to know how much it was worth, right, like, take away the insurance and see how much people are willing to pay. And you would see that there's an actual market value for, and how much pain is pain, right? How long does adrenaline last? I don't know. Okay. Um, how do, so this is the point I want to get to. So and then, what do you? So for the eye, you pay the value of the eye. The, the hand, the value of the hand, right? Etc. 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 Right? Okay. Nowadays, how you calculate? I'm not quite sure. But what about if you, God forbid, make someone deaf? So the Gemara says something very interesting. That if you make someone's deaf, you pay their whole value. You
0: pay what?
1: The whole value.
0: For the
1: value. You know, You're right. In other words, normally. Normally, if you, take, if you blind a person, God forbid, what do you do? You say, well, how much is this person worth in the slave market? When they can see, how much are
0: they worth? Okay. So they can see,
1: but if, God forbid, you make a person deaf,
0: you a whole
1: then you say, how much was that person worth on the slave market before they weren't deaf? That's what you pay. Put oh, so this, this is... This, sure they do.
0: Why deaf more than eye?
1: Okay, so there's many reasons. The only reason I brought this up was to teach you, tell you a Hasidic word, a Hasidic uh, idea, which is that someone that can't hear other people is no longer a person. Mm-hmm. That if the only person you hear is your own head. In other words, if you become infinite in your own mind, there's no battle no where you end up, someone else's mind begins, right? It's
0: good to read you person. That's right. Meaning,
1: when there's no wow. speech to block that boundary. So speech, right? your speaking, listening is a boundary where your mind encounters my mind, and my speaking to your and your listening is where my mind encounters your mind, right? And so that's the boundary, right? So there's no boundaries. there's infinite, right? It is endless. It has no place where it stops. Where, where's the access point? Well, Chuck
0: could just
1: be in his head. He could. <laughs> but what's the problem? Now let's think. What's the problem? This is it's the Alva problem. Sense. Not problem.
0: The problem. Oh, and problem? It's
1: not a I would say egotistical. That wasn't the, the, you, the... Egotistical is a different issue. What's
0: the problem with have
1: with? If Hashem is infinite, yeah. He's inaccessible. Um, What's the problem?
0: How we meet with Him? Didn't we
1: just say that the Torah and are Hashem? Which means that we're Right, we said is that the Torah and mitzvahs, right that we do, is Hashem Himself, right? Bye. Ah, isn't Hashem infinite? If Hashem is infinite, what does that mean? The Torah is infinite. Right. The mitzvahs are infinite. If the Torah mitzvahs are infinite. Can you? Oh, then we how do How do you? Where, where, where do you and Torah mitzvahs ever meet up? Right. You know why it's very hard to to you know have private meetings with God? He transcends time and space, so you can never like set a meeting and say we're going to meet at this time at this place oh, He's beyond all that, right? Oh, the, that, yeah. So if R so mitzvahs are really Hashem himself, yeah. Don't have to yeah. probably do a mitzvah, you can't learn Torah
0: yeah. But
1: it's not Torah mitzvahs, right? right? Okay? So that's the, the flow of the paragraph goes like this, right? The garments are more than just the fulfillment of your own desire to connect to Hashem. They're actually what? Higher than your soul because they're what? Because sh- the Torah and mitzvahs are one with Hashem, right? As the Rambam says. I, it. but if Hashem is infinite. And that would mean that the Torah mitzvahs are infinite. And what's a corollary of being infinite? You can't, meet. you can't meet. You can't understand it. You can't meet it. You can't touch it. You can't interact with it. Something that is infinite Ah. So now what's the rest of the sentence? We
0: are infinite too. No, no. no it's not true. what
1: it says. By the way, us being infinite too does not solve the problem.
0: Right. <laughs> if
1: I have no boundaries where ability, I end and something so else true. begins. And you have no boundaries, all that means we're each locked just in just our, just our just
0: own world. Oh, that's true. You can be us on the ensemble. It's not I don't know how to answer but it's always the humility because that point he's
1: not infinite. One second. What does it say? No. Although the only blessed be he is called Ain Sof, and his greatness can never be fathomed, no thought can apprehend him at all. Right? See, the idea that he's not accessible, you can't, you can't get to him. So is the will and wisdom. There's no searching for his understanding. Canst thou by searching find God? Right? There's no way to get to God. Why? Is because he's really big?
0: No.
1: No, because there's no boundary where it says, boom, you've encountered God. Right. Right? If you walk into a wall you've encountered the wall right but that's because the wall has an edge right it right. is only made of
0: edges
1: what yeah nevertheless it is in this connection that it has been said where you find the greatness of the holy one blessed be you also find his humility what does that mean you
0: space brothers Humility
1: is like with happiness? Maybe. It depends where you're going with that.
0: Well, I don't know how the it works, defining it the way you find it,
1: but understand Hashem as beyond, that He can make Himself boundaries. No, Maybe. Humility is the opposite of greatness. Well, that doesn't make sense.
0: It's that where you find greatness. Maybe, I'll tell you what, according to right? this.
1: Where you find His greatness, you also find his humility.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't have a way bigger problem in it's not a problem with everything. Because then, how is their world? Like how is there anything? You no.
1: Know? No, cause, cause, cause that's. I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay. So what I want to do is his
0: humility can be different to our humility
1: Very good, right? That's very important It's different in his greatness and his humility and our greatness and our humility okay. Okay. So first, This statement, by the way, has a simple meaning And then there's how the altar is using it, which is, which is not the straightforward meaning I think it's better to first understand the simple meaning okay. If I were to ask you to describe God's greatness okay, and I'm going to push you on it Describe his greatness Don't say, oh God, isn't it? Describe What makes God so great? Created the world. He created the world. That's basically it, right? Everything fits under that subheading, right? Yeah. Everything's like, God created the world. Like, anything you're going to say is just one more aspect of God?
0: Creating the
1: world. And beyond I mean, God creating. One second. And beyond God creating the world, what else can you describe about God's greatness? Keep
0: creating the
1: that, That's part of Creating the world. Something that has nothing whatsoever to do with God creating the world. Nothing really. Nothing really, right? So, God created the world, that's His greatness. Okay. Have you ever have you been? been fine, I don't know. Wait, have you ever been praised for something and been insulted as a result? Yeah. Yeah. Like wow, you
0: swept the floor. Like why are you thanking me for that? Like obviously I the well, floor. Right. But,
1: right. Yeah. It's like when a little kid, you know, when, when little kid goes know, to the bathroom. I, 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 I guess, my my three year old is having. My three year old is having potty training problems. As three year olds sometimes do, right? To make a big deal. You went to the bathroom. Oh. You call a Here, have a little piece of chocolate. Right? Okay. Now imagine I go to my like, 12-year-old son. I'm like, you went to the bathroom. Hey, right? He would be very insulted. Why? Same thing. It's expected. It's expected. It's beneath him. Right? right? Like, what do you mean? Of course I'm a decent human being. Of course I swept the floor. I mean, that's not a that's decent people. Clean up around themselves. Right? They don't just let messes accumulate. Like, that's really impressive there. Right? <laughs>
0: So. Right? <laughs> what? Right? <laughs> okay. Okay, you didn't get it,
1: So you come to God and you're like, You created the universe. And? So he's humble like.
0: Do you have
1: yeah, I mean you, you have I mean that's it? I mean
0: like obviously I create all... the It's not a big deal. I mean, for so you, son, it's, great, it's crazy.
1: Crazy. Oh, so where you find what you think to be his greatness, he sees
0: it as humility. I don't understand how that's humility. When I'm like, mm-hmm. why are you thinking for something It's not humility. It is. It is. It is. It is. It's it's like, yeah,
1: it's like. In other words, you think you're making God out to be so amazing,
0: yeah. but
1: what does God think you're doing?
0: Nothing.
1: You're making him out to be? Very small. It's like God is like, no, like actually, it's not, like, it's not such an amazing thing. like I, I, I did it, but it's, you know, it's not a big deal. Moreover, like. So I don't
0: know that. So I mean,
1: I no, nothing with infinite. Before we get thrill, to the. To me. No, no. no this is the simple At First, I want you to understand uh, the simple meaning of the sense, then we'll take it back to what the algebra is doing there, right? Okay. Now, so what is it? In other words, like this there are things that you do that are beneath you, right? Okay. Right? Now do arrogant people like doing things that are beneath them? No. No. Do humble people do things that are beneath them? Yes. Yeah. Like you know <laughs> the, the joke goes there was once a guy in Coilo and he wouldn't I take out that the trash. Much. What?
0: Like when you went down the
1: Oh, yeah. he wouldn't take out the he wouldn't take out the trash and the reason he wouldn't take out the trash is because you know He's a he's in Kailo, It's covered a tire. So says, well, No, it's a guy in Kailo, oh, okay. and he was very, you know, and his wife was not happy This was creating some bias problems. So she goes to the Rish Kail and complains So the next morning the Rish Kailul is there knocks on the door and the opens up and he says what, 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 what can I do? He says, I'm here to take out the trash she's like, What what it's like. I mean, you're busy, you're bent here, you're a big Talmud Chacham, can't have you take out the trash. And your wife, I mean, she's with the kids, and she, I mean, it's, you know, you have to, you know, she, she, she needs help. So I figured, you know, it's a mitzvah to help another person. I came to take out the trash. Wow.
0: it's so humbling.
1: Right. In other words, there's an idea that if so you're going to do...
0: For life, that, that guy thought.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a thing like, yes, it's beneath you, right? But if you're humble, so what? You'll do it you. It's got, for, uh, like, you know, it... Is, is it a big deal that I, a rabbi knows how to read the Aleph Beis? No. no, okay. So how do you think a rabbi feels spending time teaching people how to read Aleph Beis? Like a guy who knows the whole Talmud, he like can explain deep ideas. Like, How do you think he would feel about like spending his time teaching what? Now, if he's a humble guy, this guy is beneath me, but the guy needs to learn Aleph Beis, right? Like, but if he's not humble, beneath me, and he's very uncomfortable with it, he finds it humiliating, right? they're humble do they actually see that? Oh in other yes and no okay before I get to that which is which is the next place we need to go to is what this thing is you're praising Hashem He created the world Hashem is not there saying like yeah it's amazing I created the world Hashem's like it's not a big deal it didn't take any effort On my part.
0: Do we have that for a fact that didn't take effort?
1: Yes, yes. Did it say that
0: somewhere? Yes. So we're praising for something that he doesn't think should be praised for. Right. Right. Because we think it's amazing, but he doesn't. That's right. That's ridiculous. That means we're praising our own, what we think is great. That's not humility. Like
1: in Dominic, why are we praising for something that that Hashem doesn't want to feel praised for? I mean, it it helps us to think of him as great. Have you you ever had a teacher come give a class and they're waiting around afterwards to get the compliment that that was an amazing class? No.
0: No, I think so. Okay.
1: Does that make you think the teacher is more, is a better teacher or worse teacher, all things the being worst, equal?
0: Worse. Okay. It means that's all they have to offer.
1: I have. Yeah. I'm speaking now from personal experience. I have given classes where people come and say that was amazing, and this and that. And I'm thinking that was like not a like it was just a basic idea. Not cool. like, it's not a big deal. Like It really isn't a big deal, right now. Mm-hmm. At that point, a person has kind of two choices. Like, like you could think, oh, wow, that person's kind of in a lowly, pathetic place. Like, that's a big deal for them. Or you could realize, look, in their world, in their life, this is very meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate it. it's very meaningful for them, even though, like, for me, it was like, not a big deal to prepare that class. And the idea is really straightforward. The idea is really obvious, right? Okay. But now if that person doesn't express the gratitude and the awe and the amazement for that class. What does that say about that? But they're ungrateful right. So should should we be awestruck and amazed that Hashem created the world? Sure, should we be singing His praises? Sure. Why? Because without that, what does that say about us? But is that a way of us to connect to Him? Wait, wait. What would that say about us?
0: We're ungrateful.
1: we're ungrateful. We're unaware. Right. Okay. On the other hand, Chazal come say you should realize that He's not like thinking of how. I'm glad you finally appreciated my awesome achievement of creating the world. It's really not a big deal for Me to create the world. It really isn't. And I don't, but he's not. I'm not looking down on you for, for for being impressed by it, right? That's where we get to this idea of humility, right? Is that instead of being humiliated by the praise, but humiliated by the act of creating the world, it's like it takes it in stride, like you know, like I, I can I can. What you're calling my greatness is not is not showing you my is not you're not seeing my greatness. You're showing the fact that I can come down to your level and, and do things that are important to you, and 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 without feeling like haughty and superior about it. Right. and This is the thing when you asked about, about whether the person feels it's beneath them. There's two different kinds of beneath them. There's where I'm doing something that I wouldn't be doing on my own. Like a big rapper is not going to sit around reading off base on his own, right? I wouldn't be doing that on my own. But if that's what you need, I have no problem doing it. But, I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not unaware. They're, they're, it's clear that this is going out of themselves. And then there's a kind of it where like, they're like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a they feel like, Ooh, I'm, I'm doing something for you. I'm being very, high you know, it's beneath me and I'm, in. and then the, 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 that's not really humility. No. You know, it's right. <laughs> <To be humble. laughs> right. And being humble means you're going, doing something that's beneath you mm-hmm. and it doesn't really phase you that you're doing something that's beneath you. But it doesn't always feel like it's with you but you are aware this is not on your level so when Hashem creates the world does he feel like wow he's achieved some tremendous act of self-actualization and he's shown his true greatness and his true achievement no he hasn't done that at all does he have any problem though creating the world no No. why because he's not stuck up in how great he is right And to come down onto our level, he can do that. He's, he's, they say in Hebrews, he flows with that. right? So there's a humility there. But what you're seeing is not an expression of his greatness. And which means now, when you're praising him, should you be aware that at the same time that the world to you is this great and amazing thing, and you should, and the fact that he created it, blows your mind. and, And at the same time, realize... That what you're seeing is not his greatness but you should realize what you're seeing is actually humility should you add that into your reflection on that sure which is why our sages say the place where you find his greatness you're really finding
0: his humility.
1: humility and the problem is if you don't realize that then you're right then you're praising hashem doesn't really bring you closer to hashem right in other words you don't you, you, the, the, the the level of appreciation and gratitude is, is, is much deeper, more genuine you, when you realize this amazing thing for you is humility on his part. And that, that forms a deeper bond, okay? So what are we So the simple meaning of this statement is that what you call greatness is really? Shem's humility. Shem's humility. What you think makes Hashem show lofty is actually Hashem being willing to come down to your level. Good? Yeah. Questions about the simple explanation of the idea? It that was the simple one. That's like, that's like without any Hasidus. That's like if you learn that, it's a quote from the Gemara. If you learn the Gemara, that's the simple meaning of the Gemara. Okay. What the Alter is saying is, so what do we see from here? There's this link between humility and greatness. Okay, but now he's going to flip it around. What's Hashem's true greatness?
0: One second. What's the answer? It's the answer how... The...
1: No, no, that simple meaning doesn't. Now I'm going to flip it. I'm going to change the meaning of this. No, I'm
0: saying that what well, we you saying before that um, his infinity and inaccessibility, the answer was because by his greatness lies his humility. That's the answer. No, but now what
1: the, the simple meaning now we're... Going yeah, but you have to change the, what that what it means so a bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, where's the... Which was the it's, the ground is your time. it's about my what? Oh, it's oh. Okay. okay.
0: So the simple meaning was like this. We
1: have his greatness. And we have his humility, right? Did I spell that right?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So the simple, when we say his greatness, what are we saying? That he created the world. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: And we think that makes him great, but really that's his humility, right? That's him. What do we mean his humility? Um he's doing the it frost, it's not. Right. Right. He's lowering himself, yeah? So you think, wow, Hashem created the world. He's so great. Uh, that's Hashem lowering himself. But lowering himself one kind of way, the way he's like lording it over, like what I did for you. It's beneath me. It's fall for you, right? That's not right? Well, no, it's like there was, there was once a very, a very, uh, a very great rabbi. His name was Rabbi Yitzchak Horowitz. Rabbi Yitzchak Horowitz was known as Itcha the Masmith. Itcha is a, the Yiddish um, familiar form of Yitzchak. So he was known as Itcher. And Masman means diligent because he was always studying. And he was always studying. He was always davening. He was, he was a very, very holy man. He was a chassid of the fifth Chabad Rebbe and the previous Chabad Rebbe. He was killed by the Nazis. And there's a person who would like, spend hours a day davening. He learned... I mean, he... Oh, he, he, well, he was like in the shul? Yeah, he was, he, was burnt, he, was, he was burnt down and burnt in the shul. Um, so he... He to give you a sense of the kind of person he was. He once was staying in someone's house. He came there late at night, you know, nine o'clock at night. The person says, you hungry? When he says, no, I'm very tired. I have to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. So he showed him to the room. Guy wakes up at like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, and he sees the lights on the room. He opens the door, and uh, it's the master is still saying the evening Shema, that you say before you go to bed. And uh, he said Shema till like three o'clock in the morning, whatever, next morning, he says, your servant is so tired. You couldn't even eat. he says I was tired of Shema you have to say, right? So from nine till three in the six hours of the evening Shema to like, you know, that's the kind of person he was, okay? Not like a one-time thing. It was like a normal for him. So horrible. What? It's so okay, now. The previous Saba told him in a Febranian. He said, Itchet, if you don't, if you're not involved in teaching little children Aleph Base, this was the time of the communists where like they were destroying all the Jewish education. If you don't put everything into making sure little children know how to read Aleph Base, you might be Itcha, but you're not mine. Meaning you might be this great, wonderful, poly person, but you and I won't have a relationship anymore. Now, what did he mean? Did the previous Rebbe mean Itcha? You should you should forego all of you how great you are? No. No, but he meant it. And we'll go teach children olive base?
0: No.
1: No. He didn't mean that. What did he mean?
0: You can't, like I'm saying, if you're learning all day is great, but if you can't go and help another year, then you're
1: learning. Right, then, you, then whatever you are has nothing to do with me. Right? It wasn't a threat. It was an observation, right? If, if all of this, if saying Shema for, for evening Shema, six hours, because even though you're too tired to eat, doesn't translate into helping little children know how to read alphabets and not have their Judaism stripped mm-hmm. away from them, then there's no humility in what you're doing. If there's no humility, then what kind of connection do we have? Yeah? I didn't unfollow that side conversation at all. <laughs> okay, so you get the simple meaning?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Now, what is the meaning according to the Alter He Hashem lowers himself to create the world. Why is created the world a great? Because that's beyond anything we can fathom, right? That's the highest, loftiest thing we can imagine. But that's just some lowering himself. Be okay. What is the greatness that the author is referring to? Is that Shem created the world? Is that the greatness we're talking about here in Tanya? So, so
0: great, but he right. managed to
1: Right, we're talking... Right, just one thing. His true greatness. Not the greatness from our point of view, right? Right? This is the greatness that we see. The purpose is that he is. Ain <laughs> sof. Ein sof means no infinite, end. right? And that's his true greatness, right? Oh my gosh,
0: is that why infinite Hebrew is Ain sof, no
1: end? Yeah, that's what so, the word means.
0: I, no, I'm saying for no,
1: because the way really we explain. They like the idea of. And among
0: modern Hebrew also? Yeah. The word Ain sof just means no end. I'm saying, is it because anything we said is word it means?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, what's Hashem's true greatness? Is that a great okay? So now, I was not talking about greatness as we see it. Greatness as it is.
0: True.
1: Okay. But remember, we said here that there's an the idea that the greatness and the humility kind of are interconnected. They're intrinsically linked. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the humility?
0: The tower and
1: the right. The
0: redeemable aspect.
1: He brings him. No. He lowers
0: himself and brings us terror.
1: No, but notice I didn't say the word lower, lower. Because we
0: said it's him. It's him. Then he then, brings then,
1: himself...
0: Into That's... He limiting this.
1: He brings himself into a form we can access. But, now, how is he able well, to him, do that?
0: But it's still him. But it's still him. Then, now, how could he do that? I don't know. It's not
1: because he is...
0: Oh. Infinity.
1: Where does, where does he get the power to be that humble? To bring his whole self down to our level? He's infinite. Because he's, he's infinite. infinite. And if he can't do that... He's
0: not, is the then there's God. a
1: some place... Then he's
0: not humble.
1: No. If he can't... If, no. In other words, like this. This is reverse. In the simple meaning, we're saying, if he wouldn't be humble, you would never have...
0: Greatness.
1: Right? So in the simple meaning, we say, what he, the greatness is coming from the humility. Because he lowers himself to create the world... That's why we can see this greatness, right? right. But the other is saying it's the reverse. Because he's in his greatness, that's what brings us to... You. <laughs> if he's truly ain't self, what does truly ain't self mean? Okay. There is no end, right? right? If there's no end, then what's keeping him out of my Filling? Nothing. So can he put himself in my tefillin? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know. But also you can do that from his part. From your part, though, how does that make sense?
1: Why? Why not? Because
0: we are in a meeting and it's
1: not like. Mm-hmm. In other words, in other words, what the altar was saying is that there's two levels of a way of understanding Ain Sof. There's Ain Sof the way to understand it that it doesn't have humility, and there's the true Ain Sof which does have humility. Let me explain. Yeah. Yeah. What makes what makes Sof great? Well, first of all, what makes something great? What makes something great versus not great? Higher, so let's use a simple, let's use a simple example, yeah? Um, if I'm not capable of doing something, is that better than being capable? No. No, right? We always say it's better to be capable of doing mm-hmm. something, right? Yeah. Okay. So if I'm sitting and learning and I'm not paying attention to what's going on around me, is that a sign of greatness? <laughs> yeah, it's not
0: noble.
1: It depends.
0: Yeah, you're, you're capable, capable to focus, but
1: you're not capable to be, do two things at once. That's not, I'm just on a more basic level. If I'm sitting and learning, and I'm it, capable of paying attention to what's around me, right? But I'm not because I'm focusing, then that's a sign of greatness. Yeah. But, if I'm, but if I'm sitting and learning, right? And I can't pay attention to what's around me, Okay. Then what is that? It's
0: a capability.
1: Now, the, what you're seeing is not focus, you're seeing is an inability to be aware of surroundings. Yeah. And that's not great at all, right? You the reverse, right? If, I'm aware of, if, I, if I can be aware of what's going on around me, that's great, right? Yeah. But, if I, but, but if I can be aware of what's going on around me, then I can also turn it off, right? Right. But if I'm, if I'm a person who's always distracted, then that's not a sign of greatness. That means my awareness of what's around me, right? It's not a capability, it's a prison. So this is what's very difficult to always ascertain is are we talking about something as a virtue or as a limitation? Yeah? yeah? Some people are nice people. Does that make them great people? No, basically
0: unless you're choosing to display what it is, then you're not
1: great. That's right. Something that you, do, something that, something that you are beholden to, something that defines you, right? That controls you is not a sign of greatness. Yeah.
0: Always
1: kind right, right. So Avraham Abraham, like exemplifies kindness, right? What's the what, what? do we what do we see that Hashem, the final test with Abraham is all about? Kill son. Yeah. Okay. Are you? Do you fear God? Or can you kill your son? Right. He was so is this kindness controlling him, or is he in the control of his kindness? If kindness is controlling him, it's not a sign of greatness. Well, I feel like in this in that situation,
0: it was controlling
1: him. What? His kindness. He
0: was gonna kill his son. He was. <laughs> he was <broke laughs> yeah. And until that point, I shouldn't know if I
1: was. Yeah. Real. Okay. So the fact that a person is paying attention, right? How do you know that the fact that a person is paying attention and not to only what they're involved in and not paying attention to what's around them, is a sign of greatness? When they are
0: in control. When they are the
1: one. When they can. When they. When you see that they can choose not to do it, right? Right. Yeah. So remember this. This is very very important. Something which restricts your autonomy, restricts your agency, restricts your choice, is never a sign of greatness. No matter how good of a trait you might think it is. Okay? So now, what does it mean that Hashem is infinite? Hashem is ain't so. It means there's no point where he ends, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Why is there no point where he ends? Because there's no thing restricting him. Not right. Here's the thing, right? It,
0: in control of
1: himself. Right. He's in control of himself, and no one's in control of him. Right. Which is right. The thing is like this. Like some people, like little children. Yeah, little little children. They don't really have. They're they're also kind of ain't self. Do little children really recognize that there's a reality outside their own experience? No. No. Yeah. So there's no boundary, right? In their in their head, there there's no edge, right? Is that is that a sign of greatness?
0: No.
1: No. no. Right. When we say that Hashem is Ein Sof, it doesn't mean that Hashem has no boundaries. It means that Hashem has no. Restrictions. There's nothing, in other words, remember that, 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 that diagram I drew, right? That you have something and it goes until it hits a wall, right? Where did this wall come from? If this wall is not, of, is not of the somethings choosing, that's not a sign of greatness, right? But if it is of the things choosing, it is a sign of greatness, right? I'll give you an example. This is going to be relevant for you in your lives. At some point, God willing, you're all going to, you know, go on shidduch and get married, right? Okay. How many men can you marry? One. One. Okay. How many men are there for you to marry?
0: Seven. A lot.
1: More than one. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: what? No, that's that's maybe. Okay, so here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Okay? Whoever you're going to marry, could you have married someone else? Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: No. Yes. Scary.
0: Well, also you said there's no soulmate, so that's even
1: worse. You could marry someone. I'm talking right now just on a, without getting oh, spiritual. I'm, I'm talking real, real life. Real one life.
0: Oh, like physically, could you marry someone? Else? You could marry someone else, yeah. i six billion
1: other people. Yeah, okay. you can, yeah, I mean, no, you can't because there aren't six billion Jewish men. True. Okay. Well,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> if there were I six know, billion men right. right. okay, fine. But you, there's a bunch of okay. So, but in the end, you're gonna marry, and then you're marrying this one and not that one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Why this one, and not that one? <laughs> What? So, we nowadays have a very interesting problem. Way back in the day, the one you married generally had nothing to do with you. Oh.
0: Your parents? Your parents. Right?
1: Still a
0: little
1: bit. What?
0: Still
1: a bit. No, I mean, seriously, like the parents made the shidduch, and that was like that. What was that? They
0: did it based, right. on, based on you.
1: Yeah, they did based on what they thought were right the right family. considerations to make. Personal, personal get, getting along was rarely the main consideration. Why? One of the things we don't realize nowadays is that up until like very recently, family life centered much more around like the actual, like, physical taking care of each other, and division of labor kinds of things, and like yeah. interpersonal relationship and emotion was 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 like a secondary thing, right. which makes it very hard for us to relate to. Right.
0: That's
1: Right. So it's a bit, but okay. But the point is, like, I mean, no, the, Roof, the whole theme of fiddler on the Roof is that Tavia is from the generation where, like, you don't, like, you. Kind of some, right, your so your parents paid a up shit shit. and that was that. And all of a sudden, his daughters have opinions about who they should marry.
0: <laughs>
1: what? Okay. So, so, but th- this actually creates a very serious problem, because if your parents decide who you marry, well, then you, you really couldn't marry somebody else. Your your parents pick, and that's the end of it, right? So you don't have to confront the fact that deep down you could marry somebody else, right? Because your parents picked and that's the end of it. But once you have to pick who you marry, once you have to make the decision, what do you have to come to terms with? You could have picked someone who you chose. I'm marrying Ruvane, but I could not marry Ruvane. Maybe I could have married Shimon. Which means who has to take, who has to kind of like actually make that decision. And that requires you to be a deeper person, Right. A more mature person, a more responsible person, a, a person who has more optimism about their own ability to handle challenges and difficulties, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you marry Reuven, guaranteed there's going to be problems, right? right? And some of the problems with Reuven won't occur if you marry Chimin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so what some people do, and this is a common phenomenon, is they can't marry Reuven. You know why? Because they
0: can't come with the fact that they couldn't marry Chimney.
1: Because right, if I married Shimon, then I wouldn't have the problems with roving But I married and so now the fact that they could do anything becomes a prison. Right, that's the whole thing.
0: The freedom is actually imprisonment.
1: That kind of freedom is an imprisonment. Yeah. And by the way, you should know that this problem is more common by men in shidduchim than women. Really? Yes. It is extremely common by bachurim. Men it? have a very hard time with this. Oh,
0: because they kind of have a bigger.
1: No? No, it's no, no, no. Why? of so Why? Image, to no. Do, like, pass you spell instead of so that one. Why is it a different title? Um, I have some theories, but it happens to be. Can I hear? Um, one of
0: what's my- like, what's hard
1: for me to decide
0: who to marry? Like, if they, like, I'll have to settle with this one really and I'll have to that because one. Because they have, when it comes to marriage, they just have a different type of a whole different way of- you
1: know, No. Um, it's because, it's because men, men's, men, um, generally speaking, have a less of a internal drive to get married. So the not, being not married option is, is not as bad. But
0: that's not from like this girl or that girl, It's in general. Though, right. Right? That's no. why it's hard for them to choose.
1: So now when it's up to them, it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like that one, I remember this one, like it's like, okay. So. Anything can be a sign of weakness and anything can be a sign of greatness. It comes down to whether it's something that you, ha- that you control or it controls you. That's what it boils down to, right? So being Ein Sof is not necessarily a sign of greatness, is it? No. No, right? Just like having the ability to marry anybody could be a weakness that I can't, because I can marry anybody and then I can't, I can't just decide I'm gonna marry this one person and it'll be what it is and I'm gonna make it work and that's the end of it, right? Right? Um, which is why, like, which, right, so it's like back in the day, right? The parents decided. The children, the, the children, the it's a sign of weakness on the children's part, right? The parents decide, the children don't have a say, right? Right. But now that the parents, now that the children are deciding, it's not necessarily much of a sign of, like, of, 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 of greatness on the children's part either, right? Because what's happening? There's a lot of hemming and hawing and being unsure and having a hard time deciding, and, right? Okay. Make sense? Okay, so when we say Hashem is Ein Sof, what do we mean? We mean
0: that the instructions?
1: That there's nothing outside that says, "Excuse me, that's the end of this." Right. Okay, like a balloon. When you make a balloon, okay. Right. So if you if you blow a balloon, right? How big can you blow up the balloon?
0: to oh. a certain
1: otherwise it'll pop. Otherwise it'll pop, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the size of the balloon is determined by. Right? So you're blowing up the balloon, right? How far you can blow the balloon is based on two factors that have nothing to do with you. So obviously there's how, how much you can blow, but that's, that's your thing, right? How far can the rubber stretch? And what's the air pressure? The higher the air pressure, even if the balloon can handle it, the less you can, the less you can blow it up, right? Because well, the, the air pressure outside is pushing against it, right? Those are not things you control, right? So um, and everything is real. like, if you look at anything in life, right, everything, as much as it has some degree of its own autonomy, a lot of it is nothing is, is outside constraints. For instance, if you were to take your life and strip away everything that you don't decide for yourself, what's left? So first off, where you were born, who your parents are, whatever you live in, right? Mm-hmm. the culture that you're exposed to growing up, right? Your wealth, your intelligence, your basic psychological predisposition, any of those things are determined by you? No. Right? So you're constantly dealing with constraints that are imposed on you, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a place where you end and other things begin and those other things have a say on it. So The chance is where he ends and something else begins unless he makes it because it's his greatness. That kind of greatness carries with it. No. If he wants to be fully present in a Shabbos candle, who's going to tell him he can't? Who's going to stop him? That. Right? So you see how we, the altar flipped the idea around? And the simple idea is, you think you're seeing greatness, that's really a sign of? No. Right? So the greatness stems from the humility. He's saying here, no, 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 no. The humility stems from the greatness. If being in sofa is greatness being in sof is a virtue that means there's no end, there's no, there's no borders, there's no boundaries that anything can put on him ah, there's nothing boundaries, then what's stopping him from being than putting himself into a tefillin, into a Shabbos candle into a bracha who exactly says that God can't be there in his full being because if you do say that then there's something that is putting boundaries on him
0: so he's choosing
1: which is his humility that's right make sense. Okay. All right. Four. Next sentence. The Holy One, blessed be He, has compressed His will and wisdom within the six hundred and thirteen commands of the Torah, and in their laws, as well as within the combination of the letters of the Torah, the books of the prophets, and the Hagiographa, which means the Ksuvim, and in the exposition thereof, which will be found in the Gadot and medroshim of a rabbis of blessed memory. So, where did God put himself into? Tyre, Tyre and mitzvahs. Mm. Okay, so this is important. Can someone get me a book, please? Any. Um, yeah. Let me see. Uh, Something weird. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go with that.
0: This one.
1: Yes. Good. And can you get me a Gemara also? Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. Just like a borrowed talus requires citis. So two borrowed tittus are considered tittus. Good. Mm-hmm. No. So, if I have a talus, oh, yeah. and I borrow the talus, and I want to wear it. Do I have to put tittus on it? Yeah. No.
0: Okay.
1: Um, sorry. sorry. Yes. Yeah. And what if I what if I have a talus and I want to borrow someone someone to put on the uh, on it? So, yeah. That's that's good, right? Yeah. Okay. Or is it the reverse? Or is it just like a borrowed talus doesn't need tzitzis, so two borrowed tzitzis aren't tzitzis? That sounds like a, I mean, it's a very interesting question the laws of tzitzis, right? Okay. But in one of those, God is there. In the other one? God isn't there. God isn't there. Why? If I borrow, if I borrow a talus, I just... Right, the, I, the, 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 the idea that if I borrow a talus, God needs... If I borrow Talus, I need Sitzus, or if I borrow Talus, I don't need Sitzus, and one of those God is there and one of them God isn't there. What makes the God is in one of them and not in the other? Well, he decided.
0: He, he decided, decided
1: it. Right? right? Why would you know? I'm specifically picking something where there's really like having no background. There's really no way to tell, right?
0: Why do you think we want it?
1: Well, it happens to be that one. I happen to know that. It, 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 a borrowed talus does not need tzitzit that's the one he's in oh. and that's because that's in the Shulchan Aruch. without knowing what the Shulchan Aruch says you have no way of knowing right? right? right so what makes this book special? it has Hashem, it has Hashem in it has right? And I just read something which could have just been the opposite right? and you wouldn't know the difference except in one Hashem is and one Hashem is and the only reason Hashem is there is because since his ain't sophis is his greatness there's nothing to prevent him from going into a himself down into that level. Now I'll do something a little bit weirder. Okay, that one's disturbing. Okay, Eh, we don't want to talk about that. Okay. Oh sure. I mean, you have it to pick one of the detractors, which has a lot of disturbing stuff. <laughs> okay.
0: What
1: chapter did I give? Are you nervous? Okay. Men are required to have children, but women are not. Rabbi Yochanan, the son of Barucha, says both of them are required to have children. There you go. Or, is it, women and men are required to have children and, Rabbi and Baruch, the son of Broca says only men are required to have children. Same thing. No. Because in one of them, I switched the names around, right? All oh, right. And one of them, God is there. and one of them, God isn't. God isn't. What makes God, what makes God in one and not in the other? If
0: he said so. If he said, said so, him.
1: right? Now, there's some very, like, now, right? If you decide, so now when you learn stuff, some of the stuff it just doesn't make a lot of sense, right? At, in the sense of not it being intuitive, like you wouldn't have come up with it on your own, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, so one of the brachim yeshiva was complaining about some idea. I don't remember what it was. Oh, he said, he said, so in Rashi we learned that the, that the, the donkey that Moshe Benar rode to Mitzrayim was the same donkey that Avram used. And he's like, how do we know that? He's like, how does Rashi know that? How do we know that? He's like, I don't know. Right? The fact that the creator of the universe wants you to put strings on the corners of your garments, that you're okay with. But how do we know it's the same donkey? That's the thing you have a problem with?
0: Right?
1: Okay. By the way, according to the view that men are required to have children and women are not, what's the reason? What's the reason? Mm-hmm. What? Because women actually want to bring children to this world and men don't. That's not what the Gemara says. Mm-hmm. That's what we learn, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think No, we, we learn, learn. I mean, mm-hmm. we learned also about- No, that might be true. Um, no, we learn
0: who gets It was like who gets the mitzvah. To teach And charm. then the man gets the mitzvah. To teach trials. No, so it's the answer. learn. Okay. It. So oh, Rabbi well,
1: you said it. Rabbi La says the name of Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Shimon. The pasuk says, "Fill the earth and conquer it." It is men who have the attribute of conquering, and not women. From here, we learn that men are required to have to well, fill the earth, and not women. So you want to explain to me the connection between conquering and having children? Why that's the reason? What? That's
0: not a reason.
1: I mean, that's what the Torah says. But if you have
0: children, you why do not have to What?
1: Oh. Could we come up with some other reasons? Could yeah. we come up with counter reasons? Wait,
0: it's not the reason that for a woman. What? It could
1: be I mean, you could say that, but then you have then you run into problems, right? Then that means that anything that's a natural inclination of a person never is a yeah, mitzvah. Right, so it could be. I'm not saying that it's wrong. But my point is that what makes something part of Torah is that Hashem decided that's where he's going to be in this idea, and these words, and these letters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like, a, there's an underlying, like, how should I put this? Arbitrariness to the whole Torah. Because couldn't Hashem put himself in some other combinations of letters and some other ideas?
0: Yeah, we
1: but he didn't. But he didn't. So that's it. So what is it
0: about trust?
1: So yeah. It's like <laughs> Hashem put himself, right? So, what, so, all of the, the, so So all of these things, the, the, all they are is just a form that Hashem puts himself in so that he can be accessible to us. Okay. Right? But it, it could just as easily been another form, right? Which is why when you turn the page of a Gemara or Aruch, should you presuppose that you know what you're going to find? No, why not? Because every single thing is just another way of Hashem deciding he could be, another form He could be in for us to, be, to and and there's no there's no there's no reason that that has to fit with some other value that we presuppose that we that we've already bought into, right? So this is the rule. This is the takeaway. We're gonna end the class on this, and i will continue this tomorrow. If someone tells you that the Torah's fundamental principle or fundamental values is X or Y or Z, you should know that they're lying to you. Because if they tell you that the Torah's fundamental thing is something, no. then what are, what are you saying? That that's the, th- that's the form Hashem has to put himself in? He couldn't put himself in a different form?
0: Okay. So then you can't say anything.
1: Sure you can. You can't say why
0: you're doing this. So you can't say the reason you do this because of this. You can't, like, there's nothing.
1: To quote again The Fiddler on the Roof How do Jews survive? God is our Holy Father Sorry God is our Father And His Torah is holy What does holy mean? Beyond Right? Right. The minute we make The Torah not holy The minute we make The Torah something
0: All time I don't know
1: the okay. minute right, and it's, what's so special about doing a mitzvah? What's so special about learning a page of Torah? What's so special about knowing Allah and Shofner? What's so special about reading a pasuk and chumash? Oh, right, but
0: is that? If Hashem mean, is there, giving we yeah, so according to this, though so giving reasons would be like me like. If, if Hashem is, is wrong, in those, I'd say it's wrong. As long as Hashem is
1: in those reasons. As long as Hashem is in those reasons, I what? If we are saying this is the fundamental principles of the Torah, and Hashem is in them, it's still so wrong. Yeah, but but but. But when you say something as a fundamental as if as if like it, does the Torah have to work that way?
0: No. No.
1: It doesn't have to work that way. So not it it look, look. I'll give uh, 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 I'll give you uh, um, one very quick example, okay? Just to illustrate the point, yeah? Rabbi Akiva, what does Rabbi Kiva say? Love, okay. Love your fellow Jews, cloud god of yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna answer this, I'm just gonna leave it on leave it to the question, okay? Rabbi, there's a debate as to when it is appropriate, when it is proper, for a man to divorce his wife. Beis says... Beis says if there's suspicions that she's acted in an inappropriate manner. Mm-hmm. Beis Hillel says if she ruins his food, meaning she's like... It
0: <laughs> she means
1: like she's being intentionally nasty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Rabbi Kiva says if he finds someone more beautiful. So much obvious Yisrael there, right? <laughs> that's so,
0: nice.
1: so that's same Rabbi Akiva, right? Yeah. Okay. So what does that tell you? If I told you that Rabbi Akiva's fundamental principle about Judaism is love your fellow Jew, would you assume yeah. that that would be his ruling? No. no. But it is. But it is. Why? Because Rabbi Akiva feels that's where God is, right? In that ruling. So then you have to figure out, how does Rabbi Akiva not feel that there's a contradiction there? I'm not saying reasons are bad. I'm not saying ideas are bad. But the fundamental principle of Judaism is, this is the stuff in which Hashem chose to, to bring himself into. Yeah, okay, but
0: then does that mean that explaining it is basically saying that it's not that Hashem chose to, it's because of this, this and this. That's wrong.
1: But then you just go back and why is that the reason? Because Hashem chose to be there. A- so all you're just showing is how the Torah is consistent with itself. Right. The Alter says this in a Ma'amar. He says everything in the Torah really comes down to the fact that that's, what Hashem just, that's where Hashem is. Now, given that Hashem is over here, and I can explain how it's all consistent with, right? have to
0: be. He doesn't have to be consistent. Right. Right.
1: Why is he consistent? Because he wants to. Right. Wow. He chose to be consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why when Hashem, uh, that was, I'm, oh, this little, um, Avram's test, right? Hashem tells Avram, your, children, your son Yitzhak will give you the legacy. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and then he says Offer him is a sacrifice, right? And Avram doesn't say, Hashem, you're being inconsistent. He's, okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought Hashem was found in, in consistency, but it turns out Hashem wasn't consistent. Okay. Afterwards, Hashem says, no, no, it was really consistent all the time, because I didn't say kill him, but whatever. There's, 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 there's a lot of depth in this idea that what makes it holy is holiness, that he's there. And the minute you start reducing it to something else, you missed. Right.
0: Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs>